This is the Fantasy Football Zone. Yes, fantasy football. Beautiful women all in the end zone cooking up nothing but brats, burgers, steaks, and your favorite preferred beverage. Yes, that's fantasy football. No? Ah, here I was getting all excited. Richard, were you watching Spank Revision? Can't you tell by the way I walk? Oh, you better tuck that in. I'm gonna get that caught on a tripwire. Here's PJ and Todd. And we're back. Welcome to this week's edition of the Fantasy Football Zone. Week one, it is finally here. We've been waiting all year for it, at least from last December. And we are ready to go. We've got Dominique joining us on the show. Great to have your uh, opinions as well with us here. Yeah, I'm going to be glad to be on it. Yeah, so we got Todd and me and finally somebody that knows something about football to help us out through this process. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I claim to know a little bit. Me, me and Todd, we decided, you know, about 75% of fantasy football, it seems like, is it, it falls in the luck category and then skill. Would you agree with that? Or Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can... You could have played football your entire life and still go out, do fantasy football, and know every single thing about X's and O's and come out and take last place in your league. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Now, now we had a question from last week. Todd, Todd pitched this one, and Todd's here. Todd, tell us once again your question from last week. We want to get Dominique's input on this. Well, I want to know if people draft guys from their favorite team or, even better, their most hated team. Okay. So, yeah, so – are you a homer drafter sometimes? I have been in the past, but I've kind of, as tracing back my steps, I've found that that has been the demise of my teams yes. when I have too many of my <laughs> Minnesota Vikings players. Uh, I, I am in that boat, too. I have, uh, yeah, Dante Culpepper has cost me a lot in the uh, early days of fantasy football. So, <laughs> Well, for me, it's, yeah, it's I, I don't need the aggravation of my favorite team losing and losing in fantasy as well. And generally that goes hand in hand, right? If you take a bunch of guys from your favorite team. So I usually like to try to avoid it. If I take somebody from my most hated team, I just, I grip my teeth, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I do it. But, you know, that's the thing we do. You know, that's what it's turned into is we're cheering actually for our rivals sometimes. We're gritting as we're cheering, but you're like, yeah, he gave me a 30-point game, but they (laughs) killed us this week. Well, there's a, there's a lot of people, too, who you'll ask them who their favorite team is, and, and they don't have favorite teams now because of fantasy, right? Yep, I yep. mean, their favorite team is their fantasy team. They don't have a, a per se favorite team because they're all about fantasy. It's the Red Zone Channel is their favorite <laughs> channel as well. Yeah. Touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Time now for Studs and Duds. All right, so we're going to start off now. We've got studs and duds. So we'll start it off here. Lots of options here for week one here. It's the big unknown because, you know, you can go off the stats from last year. You know, you know they can be an indicator, but as every coach likes to say, it's a brand new year. Last year didn't count. So here we go. Dominique, who do you, who do you like this week? Um, I, I like Cam Newton. I okay. think he's going to he's going to come in. You know, he was the MVP three seasons ago. He's kind of been forgotten about a little bit. Um, down here two years ago, they were okay last year, but I really think he's going to come have an MV, MVP type year this year. And I think he's going to start Week One off with a bang and get to that old Cam Newton that we all that we all know and fell in love with a few years ago. And he's got a very favorable matchup against the Dallas Cowboys secondary that uh, it, it looks a little weak this year. So. I, I, I'm with you with that one. I, I like that one. 
I've got a couple I'm going with. I'll I'll go with Joe Mixon against Indy's run defense. It's been, I don't know, it's been questionable throughout the years. Like we said, it's a new season, but I kind of like that matchup because, you know, with the Colts, you don't know what you're expecting in there. And uh, I, I like Mixon. It could be a break, breakout season for him with the Bengals, so... I'll go with Mixon. I, I like him a lot. Who are you liking, Todd? Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, Deshaun Watson coming back from the injury, but it, it doesn't – I'm guessing they're going to be playing behind against New England, so I feel like he's going to be slinging the ball around a lot. And New England doesn't always have the best pass D, so mm-hmm. I, think, I think Deshaun Watson could have a big first week and we'll all find out exactly – how healthy he is coming off the injury. Yeah, yeah. And I remember last year, the Patriots were supposed to go 17-0 and going into that opener, and uh, Alex Smith exposed him. So always kind of those early season games with Belichick, the defense does something and uh, doesn't, doesn't do enough for him to, uh, to help out. And big fantasy numbers could be coming uh, Houston's way. Dominique, got anyone else uh, you're looking at for studs-wise? Um, I would I would say Christian McCaffrey, obviously mm-hmm. keeping with the Panthers there. Um, another big one would be uh, Saquon Barkley. I'm just expecting yeah. him to have a big year. Obviously, there's no film on him yet, but there has been rookies that come to this league before that uh, that I've picked from the start, and I think Saquon Saquon Barkley is going to be another big one. Just he is just a phenomenal talent. Yeah, he's he's a beast. The Giants have uh, what did they what are they calling him in camp again? I just referred to it now. Um, Mega Quad, I think it was, or something yeah. like that. He'd, he does have a tough test though, week one going against that Jacksonville defense. So yep. it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy for him to come out of the gates, but I do think he's gonna he's gonna test that Jacksonville defense. Well Jalen Ramsey will be he'll be targeted on Beckham, so that'll be entertaining. So so maybe that'll open up some holes. I I, I mean, yeah, that front front line for Jacksonville, that's gonna be tough uh, for him. But uh, yeah, I'm with you on the Barkley train as well. Uh let's see. Some under the radar guy. I think Jay Ajayi will have a uh, you know, he got traded last season, late in the season, obviously, right at the trade deadline. Didn't have much to get into that to Philly book. I mean, obviously, he helped him win a championship. But uh, I think a full season now under his belt, I think he can uh, help out with that running game in Philly and uh, against Atlanta defense. Again, another questionable against the run game. And uh, I also like in week one, Corey Davis. I'm a big Corey Davis believer uh, this okay. year. I, I think the playoff game helped him a lot. A couple touchdowns against New England. And uh, against the Miami secondary that uh, I think he could have a pretty good breakout game with. So I'm on Corey Davis. Todd, you got anyone else for studs this week? Well, I don't know if I'd call him a stud, maybe a a sneaky. Look, it's week one. Mm -hmm. So I think the best philosophy is you try to play your big guys, right? This is not not the week to try to go matchups or the rookie that you drafted and and hope he works out. I think you need to go with your main guys. Um, Just somebody – Kind of a dark horse, I think, might have a nice game on Monday night. Uh, LeGarrett Blount. Okay. I, I think for touchdowns. Touchdown vulture? I, I think he will be. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Lions are, are favored almost by a touchdown against the Jets. They're playing at home. You don't know how Darnold's going to be in his first game. So they might be running the ball a lot if they get ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I just think Blount. And, again, that is if you need a flex or if you, you're looking for a dark horse – Go with your studs this week. Well, yes, yeah. it's, it's week one. That, that's where you draft, and that's my philosophy too. I mean, if they're a, you know, they're on first, first couple round draft pick, you always got to play them. I no matter what the matchup. I I I'm that guy. It's like you know, if they ask, well, you know, he was my first round pick, but he's a tough defense. Well, if you sit him on the bench, I mean, there's a reason why he's a number one pick. 
Agreed. Dom, I mean, what do you, what do you think? What's your week one philosophy? My week one philosophy would definitely be just to stick, kind of like what you were saying, stick with the best player projected. That's not the time to take risks and go with your deep sleeper because, I mean, <laughs> you really have no idea how, how uh, rotations are going to play out. You don't know how the new packages coaches are going to come out with. So it's best just to play it safe until you really see what those coaches are going to do with the, with the new players that they have. And some teams have new coaches, so you don't really know what things are going to look like at this point. Yeah, those packages are always, uh, yeah, they're subject to change, especially with the running backs. I mean, that you never know who's going to go in, and I know uh, there's going to be a lot of question marks. And some of those will get answered week one, not so much, but uh, you'll have a good feeling going forward for the season. So we'll start the rundown now. We've started off, again, Thursday night, Falcons and Eagles. And uh, here we go, the big coronation for the Super Bowl champions. But uh, they're missing a couple pieces on offense, some big fantasy uh Projector, you know, Carson Wentz and also um, Alshon Jeffrey is going to be missing for this game. Uh, what do you see in this one, Eagles-Falcons? Who do you like in? Um, for, for the Eagles-Falcons, um, I mean, it's definitely, I would not say go with Foles. I mean, yeah. he did show the Vikings up in the playoffs last year, so it's hard for me to <laughs> to completely deny him there. But yeah. um, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan would be a good play. I think he's going to come out strong. Falcons are expected to have a big year, and, and Matt Ryan, whether they have a good year or not, he always puts up big fantasy points. Um, Falcons running backs are always solid. That that uh, duo there, you can always, you're always safe mm-hmm. going there. Julio Jones, that's I mean anyone on the Falcons offense, that high powered offense is going to be safe. Um, on the Eagles side of the ball, um, got a pair of tight ends. I have to give a shout out to Dallas Goddard making his debut. I yep. uh, went to South Dakota State where I played football. Um, he might be a surprise player tonight. I would say watch out for him. Um, other than that, I mean. I'm, I'd lean more towards the Falcons players offensively for fantasy tonight. All right. Todd, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Dom. The only one for me, and I know this was one of our kind of a start-sit-flex question we got, I do like Nelson Aguilar tonight okay. uh, with Jeffrey being out. I think the Falcons are going to win the football game. That's just my own personal opinion. I think the Eagles, it was a fun run for them. They took on that underdog role last year and kind of played with a chip on their shoulder, and you saw them take it all the way through the Super Bowl. I know it's not a popular pick to to pick against the defending Super Bowl champions in the Thursday night games because I, I think their record is pretty strong on the win side. I just think, as Dom said, Atlanta's going to come out. they got a lot of weapons. They're going to have a good football team this year. The weather shouldn't be a factor. Now, I haven't looked at the weather forecast, but it's not <laughs> like you're playing in Philly in December, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't think the Dome team um, kind of – Achilles Hill will yeah. play tonight. But uh, I do think that the Eagles will be playing from behind. Uh, I, I, the two tight ends, as Dom said, are great. Mm-hmm. And Aguilar, I think they're going to be playing catch-up. All right, so again, Falcons-Eagles kicks it off. Todd, I know you're just ra- getting ready for this one. Uh, Ravens and Bills. <laughs> Is this our fantasy trash heap game of the week? I, I would avoid all Bills. That, just, that's your philosophy. I mean – we saw what the quarterback did last year, and it wasn't a lot. And no. look, maybe he'll maybe he'll turn around and be great. Week one, I would definitely play the Ravens' defense if I had them. Hopefully, you only have one defense, and I would probably I would even I would avoid uh, you know Shady McCoy going into the game too. He's he's always finds a way to get his points and his yards, but I I just think the deck's going to be stacked against him. I I like the Ravens. I don't like any of the Bills. Dominique, you like anyone in this matchup? 
Uh, Justin Tucker, the kicker. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> that that's that's honestly about I, all I can think about for out of those two teams. Yeah, yeah, Tucker. <laughs> yeah, go with Tucker. Um, I mean, like I said last week, Ravens is wide receiver hell. You never know what you're going to get from them. Uh, Alex Collins, I guess, in the backfield might get you some points, but yeah, I, I'm not liking anyone in that matchup. Okay, we talked about this one a little bit. This is intriguing. Giants and Jaguars. Um, that Giants offense is loaded with bear. I'm an Eli supporter. I think it's a bounce back year for Eli. He's got a lot of weapons. Again, uh, the deal last year is, well, coaching and also uh, three number one receivers basically go down, or your three top receivers go down in back-to-back weeks. Didn't help him out. Got the nice new shiny toy and Shaquan Barkley now coming up. Um, I mean, I, I think, yeah, like like we said, Jaguars going to be tough on defense. And I'm, I was looking at the Jaguars' depth chart on offense. Well, there's Fournette, and then there's like Dante Moncrief is one of their lead receivers with Keenan Cole. So uh, tough for Jaguars, but uh, I, I'm really liking the Giants' offensive uh, threats this season. Uh, Dominique, anyone on Giants-Jaguars intrigue you? Oh yeah, Giant, uh, Giants definitely. I mean, they had they took Pat Shermer over from the Vikings. Yeah. I was a big big fan of Shermer and everything he did with that offense last year in developing Adam Thielen and and Stephon Diggs. Just their their routes just were perfect. So just to see what he's gonna be able to do with Odell Beckham, obviously even a, a bigger talent than Thielen and Diggs, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Barkley Manning, like you said, he's it seems like he's always due for a bounce back year. But every once in a while, he does he does have that year where he plays close to a Super Bowl level where if his team around him is good enough, he could bring him, but still wouldn't play Eli Manning at all. Evan yeah. Ingram, though, that that's a guy I would play at tight end. Um, d- dump down for, for Manning uses him quite a bit. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely favor the Giants players in this one. Uh, Jacksonville isn't, isn't really known for their offense, but <laughs> Then I say that they might come out and have a shootout just like they did in the playoffs when they when they yeah. won a game putting up a bunch of points against the Steelers. That's what the Jacksonville does. They have those unknown wide receivers, and all of a sudden there's the Allen Hearns and the uh, Allen Robinsons, and all of a sudden those are the waiver wire pickups in week three. So yep, <laughs> that's what we get with the Jaguars. It seems like you got anything on this one, Todd? Yeah, you know uh, Keelan Cole if he's on on your waiver wires it may, and you have a spot. You may yeah. not love from the draft. He may w- be worth picking up because he looks like he may be the number one. Uh, I know we already said just play your studs, but <laughs> does it make anybody nervous? Uh, Beckham probably will be going up against Ramsey. Ramsey. I mean, yeah. no, I, I, you still got to play him. I mean, that's it's the reason where you picked him high. So. I'm just trying to stir the pot. Yeah, you are. I know you are. <laughs> All right, Stars rise to the occasion. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Saints and Buccaneers NFC South matchup. These teams, they get together, they usually put up some points, and uh, it looks like, again, Mercedes-Benz Superdome it's going to be in. So uh, Buccaneers, Saints, Dominic, anyone uh, you're liking in this matchup? I mean, Alvin Kamara definitely with with Mark Ingram out, he's going to get a boatload of the carries there. Um, Ted Ginn might be a deep play for that for that flex spot. I would say if you're if you're looking for a receiver there, he might have a big game uh, right behind Thomas. But with with them keying on keying on him, I could really see Ted Ginn having having a big game stretching out the field. Couple couple bombs from Breeze. Um, mm-hmm. He could be a surprise player this week. Yeah, and on the Buccaneers side of things, I'm looking at it. I mean, Jameis Winston's out the first couple of games. You got Fitzpatrick in there. Uh, you know, you got Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson. Some you know. I don't I don't like them this week. I don't like those plays, but 
Um, I mean, I'm not a huge Buccaneers fan as well. Peyton Barber maybe uh, could surprise in the backfield there as well. So uh, that might be a name that uh, I, I, if you have him, I wouldn't start him. But he, it might be a name to watch in the upcoming as this, this season goes on. Yeah, I like O.J. Howard, uh, yep. the tight end for Tampa. Again, I think Tampa is going to be playing from behind. So it, you may get some garbage points late in the game with the receivers, tight end. I think Fitzpatrick's going to have to be slinging it to try to keep up with the high-powered Saints offense, as Dominic had, had already spoken on. So, uh, hey, you know what? Garbage time in fantasy is always uh, – yeah. you, you don't care how you get your points. You just want your <laughs> points. So you could, you could take a look at those guys. The gar- good old garbage time. The garbage time. I mean, how many That's games? That's how you win games. Yeah. yeah. How many games have people won from garbage time when you're down by, what, 20 and you're throwing the ball every mm-hmm. down and yeah. you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, I won. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's always a common theme. Patriots, Texans, Patriots offense. It's a big question mark right now. I, I mean, you got Gronk, obviously. You got Brady. You got Chris Hogan. And then you got uh, Cordell Patterson, I guess, Dominique. <laughs> you got yep. it, it, Belichick's, but Belichick's a big Patterson believer, it sounds like. So, I mean, this, this could be the year he breaks out. Yeah, and Patterson, I mean, he's he's one of the most talented players in the NFL. He just hasn't really put it together, but – with the Patriots, they're, they're a system offense, and if, Bill, if Belichick thinks that Patterson can play in that system, that might he might be set for a breakout year, and anyone who drafted him or picks him up in those wa- uh, waiver wires is going to be pretty happy if that ends up. And also, you got to note the Patriots don't have a whole lot of receivers on their roster, no. especially big-name receivers. Yeah. They have, I think they kept, what, three or four active receivers? So yeah. he's going to get looks, and, I mean, if you're on that Patriots team with Tom Brady and you're one of three receivers getting targets, you're going to you're gonna produce and get points. Yeah, and I'm the idiot that brought into the Des Bryants going to the Patriots rumors and took the late-round flyer on drafting him, so I have him stashed on my bench, and uh, well, the rumors haven't paid out yet. So <laughs> there's no Des Bryant to the Patriots yet, so I'm still – uh, yeah, having him sit on the bench. Texans offense, you know, you got Deshaun, like you said, Todd's coming back. Um, Lamar Miller. <laughs> that <laughs> At our draft, that was a very uh, controversial pick because uh, the guy that owned him the year before swore he was never going to take him again, and, well, he, he took him in the draft. He had so. Lamar Miller face like I used to have Fred Taylor face. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, the Fred Taylor, do I got to pick him? Yeah, yeah, is he going to be healthy this year? But, you know, you know the Texans wideouts, too, the – they're always, you know, talented. You said last you'd take DeAndre Hopkins number one, right? Yeah, I, ha- I have DeAndre on one of yeah. my teams. Uh, I am a big fan of DeAndre. I think Deshaun, as I said earlier, DeAndre, both going to have big games. And and to follow up on what Dominique said, uh, Philip Dorsett, you know, a receiver for New oh, England, yeah. maybe somebody under the radar. And, and to his point, you got to have bodies to throw to, right? Mm. <laughs> Somebody's got to be out there. All right, we're up to the one Dominique's been waiting for. Uh, Vikings, 49ers, as uh, the Kirk Cousins era begins. Dominique, break it down for us. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this one, obviously. Kirk Cousins, he's a, he's a good quarterback, especially compared to what the Vikings had last year. No offense to Case Keenum, he did his job. But I expect him to... I expect the Vikings to be a little more balanced in uh, who gets the catches this year. So I think it's going to... You might see Diggs and Thielen's production, like, Stay kind of similar to what it was, if not down a little bit, but you're going to see that third receiver production go up a lot because Cousins, Cousins really dishes the ball around. So that's going to be this year. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, he might be a guy that, that's a touchdown stealer on the receiver side of the ball. Uh, so he might, he's, he's a guy that's going to be running across the middle, um, throw, throwing those, those 
strong end zone routes or you just need a strong receiver with big hands to get a touchdown, and that, that's Treadwell. So you might see him steal some touchdowns from Diggs and Thielen this year and kind of be a fantasy killer. If, uh, but then again, he might not get a t- uh, catch at all next game because he's not <laughs> going to be out there as much as those other guys. So as far as fantasy-wise goes, he might be a guy that has a big week and then doesn't get any points the next week. So um, that's other than that, I mean, you're safe going with uh, Thielen, mm-hmm. Diggs, um, Delvin Cook. It's, it'll be interesting yep. to see how they use him. Coming back uh, from that injury, I think they're going to lean on Latavius Murray a little bit the first week. So early on, it might be smart to have Murray as a kind of flex player. I know he's going to get some touches, and they plan on using him. But, yeah, we'll see after week one how Delvin Cook has progressed to get back from that injury. And a guy I really wanted at tight end was Kyle Rudolph because I saw how Cousins used Jordan Reed in Washington, and I, I, I really like the prospects for Rudolph uh, coming up this year, and I, and I didn't get him in any of the drafts. And I'm like, dang it, because I – I know Kirk Cousins loves his tight ends, and uh, I think a big year could be in order for Kyle Rudolph as well. Yep. I, you know, personally, I love the Niners in this game. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stirring the pot again. Yeah, you no, are. Actually, um, I have uh, Jimmy G as one of my quarterbacks, and I'm going to put him on the bench. I'm going to kind of go against what we said yeah. with uh, go with your good guys. But we saw what – we saw what the Minnesota defense did in that opener against New Orleans last year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much shut Breeze down. I think the defense is going to be nasty again. I think you're going to see them back to the form they were in early in the year. So, I, for me, I don't like any of the Niners. And yeah. I'm personally going to bench Jimmy G. Again, I know this kind of goes against what we said earlier. Um, but I just I, – I think I think the defense is going to be smothering um, – I, I like the Vikings here, and I, I don't like the Niners. Yeah, the Niners, even with that running game now with uh, McKinnon out for the year, who's going to have the homecoming game there, but not anymore. Uh, you got either Alfred Morris or Matt Breida going to be taking that spot. It, it sounds like it might be a timeshare to start off. So I'm not liking that. And uh, Goodwin, he helped a lot of fantasy owners last year at wide receiver when him and Grappolo uh, got together, but uh, not liking him in this matchup at all. So I, I'm staying away from 49ers in this one. You are in the fantasy football zone. Dolphins, Titans, I told you about uh, my love affair for Corey Davis. I think he's going to have a big year, but I like Derrick Henry as well in uh, Dolphins, Titans, uh, Colts, Bengals. Again, I was on the Joe Mixon bandwagon. Andrew Luck is back. And uh, any thoughts on Colts, Bengals, Dominique? Um, I, I like Joe Mixon too. Okay. Um, I mean, he's... I think he's set to have a big year. Um, a, a deep guy might be John uh, John Ross to watch there. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it depends on, depends on Dalton though. Dalton's been kind of kind of inconsistent up and down years, but I mean he also I mean I think he's a good quarterback too. So if he plays like like the Andy Dalton that the Bengals want him to, mm-hmm. I think that second third receiver could be could be a good pickup there. Um, but yeah. Andrew Luck on the other side of the ball. I mean, I, no one has no idea how he's going to be this year. He could be the number one quarterback in fantasy, and I wouldn't be surprised. Or he could come out and throw ducks all year and be rusty. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me either. Browns and Steelers. This game is—it's uh, a lightning rod game now because of the Le'Veon Bell situation. Uh, James Conner obviously now going to be the starting running back for Week One, and he's got an offensive line that uh, it sounds like they want to block for him instead of Le'Veon right now with the. Whole situation going on there. Of course, you got the big Antonio Brown, number one receiver in a lot of leagues, and also Juju Smith-Schuster going to be a big weapon for Big Ben and the Steelers. And then you got the Browns. Of course, we see all the hard knock stuff. Kind of intriguing uh, with the offense they're going to be running. And in PPR leagues, 
Some of these Browns could get you some points with Jarvis Landry and uh, also uh, Duke Johnson out of the backfield, a lot of catches. Dominique, any points on this one, Browns-Steelers? The, the, the Browns' uh, running back situation scares me fantasy-wise. Yeah. You have Carlos, Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, Jr. Yeah. You don't really know who's going to get the bulk of those carries there. I mean, they're both, they're both good backs. So they're both capable of starting, and they're, I mean, you could pick one and the other one gets 16 points, one gets three, and it could easily go the other way yeah. too. So that's those are the situations I kind of like to stay away from when there isn't a clear number one, unless you are in a PPR league and you know you're getting a guy that gets a lot of catches like, um, like you were talking about there. But, yeah, for the Browns, I mean, a lot of things scare me. Josh Gordon also scares me for the Browns because <laughs> you don't know um, if he's fully back yet or if he's <laughs> how he's going to yeah. be. We haven't seen a full season out of him. So a lot of, a lot of questions, question marks there, but that also means there's a lot of opportunity to take risks and end up having a top player. Yeah, and I would just add with the running back situation, uh, you know, Nick Chubb, he may he may get some touches yeah. as well. So yep. I, I agree with you. It's yeah, yeah, and you got to figure out which coaches are going to be the hot hand coaches, right? There's nothing worse than a hot hand coach where the third string guy has rips off a couple of nice games right out of the gate, and they play the whole game. And and to yeah. your point, a Carlos Hyde ends up with a one or two. Yeah. Just it'll wreck your week. Yeah, so you got that again, Browns. I, I find them intriguing fantasy wise this year on what they're going to do. Bless them. Yeah, <laughs> it's something to talk about. Uh, Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, they got uh, <laughs> the news of the week. Antonio Gates is back with the Chargers, a tight end once again. So uh, you know him and Philip Rivers, they'll be hooking up. I, I, even though he's coming into camp late, you know they'll find each other probably somewhere down there. And then with the Chargers receiving situation, you never know if Keenan Allen's going to be healthy or not. And uh, also Mike Williams coming back from a big injury last year. So, uh, you know, for the Chargers. By the way, i got to make this point. When, when you're looking in your draft book at the draft, do you, still, do you see the LAC and you're like, why in the hell are the Clippers in this book? <laughs> that, that was another thing. It's still thing. weird. It, yeah, exactly. That was a, that was a draft uh, kind of antidote that we had. We're like, why, why are the Clippers in here? And it's like, oh, no, it's the LA Chargers. So, you know, we got some weapons there. The Chiefs, uh, you know, they, they're going to be, uh, you know, different offensive coordinator here, but, uh, you know, they're going to be probably uh, looking to do more of the same uh, this year and with Mahomes now there. Dominique, any thoughts on the Chiefs and Chargers? I don't like Mahomes for fantasy for week one, but yeah. I do like what he brings to the team. I like. I think he's really going to make Ty- Tyreek Hill a better fantasy option with that deep ball, as we saw in preseason. Yeah. That ball that went 70 yards in the yeah. air, which – if if you have the capability to do that, I mean, a lot of people don't realize Sammy Watkins is on that roster, so that's going to open things up for him uh, to possibly have 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 a big season and get, to get some consistent fantasy production. And then they, we know that running back situation they have; they got good backs there. Um, Cream Hunt's just going to be a monster this year. Uh, I think he's going to have to have to carry the load early. So um, he's I think he's going to get a lot of points early on in the season until they can trust Mahomes a little more to, to air it out with that 70-yard arm. Then, yeah, on the other side, uh, I like I, li- I like Gates just coming back without practice. He's yeah. still, I mean, he's caught a lot of balls in the NFL, and that's that's what he does, and he's effective. He's old reliable. I mean, you can count on him to get something for you. Todd, anyone else uh, you liking on Chiefs Chargers? Uh, you know, I always like Melvin Gordon. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not uh, any any big nugget there, but I, I just like him. I think he's consistent, so... I look for Melvin Gordon to have a good game. I'm interested to see if KC is going to air it out or, mm-hmm. as Dominique says, kind of lean on Hunt early on in the season. Uh, you know, I, w- I want to see how that offense kind of pans out. 
All right, up to uh, Broncos, Seahawks, and uh, well, Broncos, Case Keenum now. This might be the most stable quarterback they've had in the last couple of years, or not. We don't know because, you know, Case, fantastic year with the Vikings last year, but, you know, still that improving label is on him. But, uh, you know, we'll see with him on the uh, offense of the Broncos and the Seahawks as well. And uh, anyone you like in this one, Dominic? I don't like any Seahawks players. I mean, yeah. Russell Wilson was <laughs> was one of the top quarterbacks yeah, uh, last year. But outside of that, those I've I've messed around with having those guys on my team, and they just never <laughs> are never consistent for me. I so I just kind of have a no Seahawk rule. I stay away from them, other than Russell Wilson. Are you a disgruntled um, Thomas Rawls guy like I am? I'm disgruntled Tyler Lockett, disgruntled okay, yep, Doug yep, Baldwin. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I had Thomas Rawls and Christian Michael one for a couple of years, and yeah, that gave me headaches. Yeah, ever since Mar- Marshawn Lynch was the last yeah. stable player I've had on that on that team. <laughs> so the no, when he, when he was... you've got the no Seahawks rule in effect. I like it. I like that one. Todd, anything on this one? Yeah, no, I, no, no. <laughs> you're not touching it. No, I just, I mean, other than Russell Wilson, I mean, I, you look at the wide receivers for Seattle, and I mean, other than Baldwin, I mean, Lockett has been there, but I mean, it's kind of like a who's the running backs same way. It's like. Who's going to yeah. get the balls? Who's going to run the ball? I mean, I just there's so many question marks, and and I don't know. Case Keenum, he had a great year. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see him do it again. Yeah. All right, we're on to Panthers, Cowboys. Dominic told you about uh, liking Cam Newton a lot to bounce back this year. Also, Christian McCaffrey. Anyone else? Uh, how about the Cowboys, Dominic? What are you thinking about the uh, whole situation there? I'm I'm a little nervous for the the running back situation, like with Ezekiel Elliott, because. They did lose some uh, some depth and some quality on the offensive line, so they're not that same cowboy offensive line that they've had. So I do think Elliott is not going to be as effective as he's been in the past. That's something I'd really really watch out for, especially with Carolina. I think they're going to come out strong week one. They do have a a very good run defense, so I I mean I would I would go with caution there. I know Elliott is a top top guy drafted, but I would go with caution playing him uh, week one against the if you do have other options against mm-hmm. the Panthers. And I I am a Michael Gallup fan for the Cowboys, especially with Jerry's comments saying he's got to be a starter on the offense. We got to give him the ball, but it, that's that rookie thing again, where it's like it's hard to take him on week one. I, I I think he's he's a bench player this week and see what how they use him in uh, in, in week in, in this first matchup and just see how that happens. And the whole Dak, Dak Prescott label as well. People are, is he a good quarterback? Is he not a good quarterback? So we've got those uh, questions. Anything on Cowboys, game Panthers? Manager. Yeah, exactly. Game manager. Yeah, we've got those too. I like Greg Olson. I mean, again, yeah. that's I'm not giving you any earth-shattering news, but, uh, you know, I like Greg. I, I think, Well, he's coming back from injury too. So yep. That, yep. Yeah, and, and I think – I think him and Cam have that connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like Greg Olson. And, again, the Cowboys, unfortunately, I do have Zeke in one of my leagues. Yeah. So, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing uh, that Dominique just mentioned. I, I'm going to go ahead and play him just because my backups aren't that great. So I'm kind of in a situation where I'm going to have to have to take the person I brought to the dance with me yeah. and, and hope they do all right. So uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be, uh, you know, the O-line for the Panthers is – got some question marks yeah. too so i don't know again we this is for me this is a big week one game right yep. what are we gonna see 
All right, Cardinals, Redskins. Cardinals offense, well, new quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to have the same injury issues, though, as the old quarterback. We'll find out with Sam Bradford in the helm there. And, uh, you know, you got Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson coming back from injury. Redskins, AP, back in the backfield there. Dominique, what do you think on uh, AP's chances? He's named the starter in week one. I mean, if you saw how hard he ran in preseason, I know he had something to prove at the time. Yeah. I, I, I expect him to have a good, before he runs out of gas and age really sets in, good first few weeks um, before, I mean, hopefully he doesn't have an injury, but mm-hmm. as we've seen in the past few years, that's more likely to happen after the first few weeks. Getting a little older, slowing down, but I yeah. do think he's going to come out, come out slinging and get fantasy owners excited early on, pulling up some 15-point games or so. I, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. And then, on, the, on the other side, I know you had mentioned uh, last last week or last year the Vikings beating the New Orleans Saints in Week One and really shutting them out. Uh, we got to remember who that quarterback yeah, was yeah. Week One. That was Sam Bradford. So. Don't uh, don't sleep on Bradford. If he stays healthy, he could have a big year. But that's the big question: Can he stay upright? I we'll we'll find out as this year goes on. Todd, what do you got? I, you know, I want to see David Johnson in his return. Yeah. Um, I I just don't really love Alex Smith. I never have. Uh, so, for me, Jordan Reed, he's another one. Is he going to be healthy? If Jordan Reed is healthy, I know he's been going pretty late in a lot of of our drafts. I had him yeah. last year, and he was hurt the whole year. Um, <laughs> you know, you read that they they kind of constructed his workload around his toe that he had surgery on. I love Jordan Reed if Jordan Reed's healthy, mm-hmm. but that's that's okay. We can throw that in the Sam Bradford if he's going to be healthy. So, again, a lot of questions for me in this this opener. All right. We're up to your game here, Todd. <laughs> Packers, Bears, uh, you know, number 12's back. I mean, that's that's all we've heard. Oh, he's motivated this year. Well, like I've said, if you're starting quarterback in the NFL, you should be motivated every week and not just every, you know, just because you're coming back from an injury doesn't mean you should be extra motivated, but obviously uh, he's back. At, wide receiver, though, you know, I've got, I've got to wonder, you know, you got Devontae Adams, but then after that, kind of a drop-off. So, so what do you think at Packers-Bears here? Well, you know, I'm going to be interested to see the tight end usage. Uh, I, I said in an earlier episode that I, I do like Jimmy Graham. I think Rodgers and Graham are going to have a connection I think Devontae Adams is going to have a big year. And then after Devontae, to your point, there's a lot of question marks in the wide receiver core. They have a lot of young guys. Of course, Randall Cobb is back. He's not a young mm-hmm. guy, but he's kind of dropped off the last couple of years. What's he going to give you? I do like Jamal Williams. I think he is going to have a nice season. Uh, pretty much all you've heard this year, this week since the last weekend was Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack. They're not going to be able to block Khalil Mack. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see this. I, I think it's going to be a solid game. It's a rivalry game. Yep. Sunday night football. Uh, you know, it's a seven and a half point spread last time I looked. I think it's going to be close. I still lean towards I like the Packers in this game because yep. they're at home. Rodgers is back. I think there's going to be a lot of emotion. Um, and Khalil Mack, look, he is an outstanding player. But how much is he going to have been able to absorb the playbook in the first week? Are they just going to put him out there and be like, Go after Rodgers, right? <laughs> Just tackle Rodgers. Yeah. So it, there's, you know, there's some question marks with them. I think by the time they see him later in the year, it's going to be a completely different defense. But the Bears' defense looks solid. Um, you know, I want to see what Mitch Mitch brings with the Bears. Yeah. Um, Anthony Miller is a guy I like, kind of as as a sleeper, a Bears wide receiver. It's it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Dominique, anyone on Bears Packers you're liking? 
Um, I, I mean, as far as team wise goes, I really, I'm really projecting the Bears to have a, have a better year this year. Mm-hmm. I do like Tariq Cohen as a as a kind of a sleeper pick. Uh, he's a pretty dynamic player. Put him in a flex type spot there if there's a spot available. He's a guy that could go off and really change the game. Get get a couple surprise touchdowns on some broken plays. He seems to do that quite a bit. And then the Packers. I'm I'm intrigued to see if Geronimo, Geronimo Allison steps into that third role and has 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 a big year because um, with that opportunity there this year, I think he could become one of Rogers' favorite targets and depending on Rogers plays with a vengeance or not, he could really, really come out this year and, uh, and come into the spotlight. I think a sleeper for the Bears, well, not really a sleeper because he had a good year in Jacksonville. He got hurt right away week one last year, and then he was out. But I think Allen Robinson's going to be a big upgrade for him at the receiving core. I, I really like Robinson. Gabriel, I forgot they signed him, too, in the slot. So, I mean, this could be uh, – can't forget about Trey Burton, right, a tight end? Yeah, he's a he's a very highly yeah. touted tight end. And let's be honest, I mean, the Packers defense has had tackling issues the past few years. And you saw him have a few tackling issues in the preseason. I get a lot of mm-hmm. preseason defenses are very vanilla, but tackling shouldn't be vanilla. You should be able to tackle. Yeah. I mean, James Conner ripped off what a 50-yarder yep. against him in the second week. So, uh, to the the Cohen statements, yeah, or Jordan I mean, Howard could have a big game. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's going to be fun. I just Yeah. I don't know. Sneaky. <laughs> Well, Jets, Lions, Monday night, they're going to kick that one off. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's the Jets. It's it's what it is, Darnold. But, you know, like you said, Robbie Anderson was laying around late in those drafts. He's got to throw the ball to somebody, Todd. Is that who you're looking for in this matchup? Yeah, you know, I mentioned earlier I like Blount. I think he's yeah, going team. to yeah. be running the ball and, and getting some touchdowns, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to play him in one of my leagues. Uh, yeah, I guess Robbie Anderson, uh, yeah. rookie quarterback, right? Yeah. Y- you don't really know what to look for. Uh, I I like the Lions. I like yeah. I like the Lions fantasy options this week. Um, I, I think I think they're going to kind of blow them out. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, again, I just think being home, playing against a rookie quarterback on the road, I think it's going to be a little bit of a blowout. So. To my garbage time points, you know, Darnold may be slinging it around. So look at their the wide receivers yep. and, and, and the tight ends for the Jets. Y- you, you may get some garbage points yeah. on Monday night when you need them. Dominic, like in anyone in Jets Lions? Well, first off, I have a question. What happened to Terrell Pryor, man? A couple of years ago, he <laughs> yeah. he almost won me my league, and I see him sitting in, you know, third, fourth on the Jets. I wonder if he could possibly possibly get back this year. I'll be curious to see how the Jets use him. I mean, the Jets don't are obviously starting a rookie quarterback, so maybe it's probably not the best opportunity to revitalize his career, but I do think he's still he's a guy that could have a season, not necessarily a breakout, but get back to somewhat of the level he was if 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 and move up that depth chart if they if they utilize him right. And then we're on to the finale week 1 Rams and Raiders and uh I'm not liking uh, the Raiders' backfield. I don't like it going into the season. Marshawn burned me bad last year. And, you know, you got Doug Martin back there now. But uh, against that Rams defense, I'm not liking the fantasy options on the the, the backfield side. I was an Amari Cooper fan, drafted him high last year. He had that one game, that Thursday night game. Other than that, it was kind of disappointing for him. Uh, You know, the Rams, Todd Gurley, I had him last year. But me and Todd talked about this earlier this year. This might be his injury year because he seems to be one of those players where every other year something happens. What do you think, Dominique? Yeah, I mean, Todd, Todd Gurley. I think he's gonna he's gonna have a big year. Okay. Um, I, I I don't see him. I don't see him regressing. I mean, obviously injury. He can't really go around yeah. that. But I mean, for also on the Rams, I like Cooper Cup a lot. I think I think he's gonna have a big year. 
Um, start and I also think he's going to have a big game against Oakland here. Oakland's kind of, you know, everyone's wondering what they're doing right now, what direction they're going. Yeah. And uh, a loss for them right away or touch early touchdown, I think people are going to start looking around pointing fingers and the Rams could really start, uh, they could really dig into that and take advantage of that right away. They're going to be thinking we got to pay Gruden a hundred more million for 10 years for this. <laughs> Man. Todd, what do you think here? Yeah, I want to see how they use their receivers. You know, you have uh, Brandon Cooks now is in the mix. Robert Woods was uh, just a beast yeah. last year in November until he, he had his injury. Uh, Cup, again. I mean, I could just see the Rams slinging it all around the field. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think their offense is going to be high-powered again. Uh, Gurley, if he stays healthy, yeah, he'll be a monster. I don't know why it's. I don't know why he scares me with – just any time a guy's got an ACL in his in his past, it just scares me a little bit. But uh, maybe it's a little David Johnson syndrome from last yeah. year. You know, he was pretty much the undisputed number one. Oakland, I, you know, I'm interested to see what Carr does, and mm-hmm. I'm interested to see Jordy Nelson because Jordy is way far down on people's draft lists. He's still the number two. It'll be interesting to see what he has left in the tank. So, uh, you know. Just the, the name guys that you know for for the Monday mm-hmm. night game and, and kind of seeing what the trends are going to be is what I'll be watching for. All right, so there we go. Week one, we've got that going on. Just a couple who should I start questions. Again, you can ask them at Draft That Guy at Twitter. We've got a couple in. Anthony wants to know, so this is his situation. He's looking for his flex spot. He's in a half PPR league. He's got uh, Demarius Thomas, Michael Crabtree, Tevin Coleman, Kelvin Benjamin, and James Conner sitting there, and he doesn't know which one to put in the flex spot. What do you think, Dominique? What, out of that uh, combination, what are you liking for the one to put in that flex spot? Uh, Michael Crabtree. I okay. mean, out, out of those guys, that, that's, that's my choice there. All right, Crabtree, who do you think, dear Todd? I agree. Uh, he's the number one in Baltimore, right? I mm-hmm. mean, I know people are down on Flacco, but they're, they're going against the Bills. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I like Crabtree there. I like James Conner. <laughs> I just I just think he's going to have a huge game here with everything going on in Pittsburgh. So there you go, Anthony. We'll confuse you with that one. Uh, at Fox the Future, he's got a question for tonight. Well, it pertains to a receiver tonight. Uh, Nelson Aguilar or Corey Davis? He's got that in his wide receiver spot. You know my answer. It's Corey Davis all the way. What do you think, Dominique? I'm going to have to agree with you on Corey Davis there. I, I mean, that's, I don't think you can go wrong there. But, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with Corey Davis as well. Uh, you know my answer. I'm going the opposite. Yeah, you're way. going Nelson. On that <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just think I, I don't know who else Foles is going to throw the ball to tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm personally, I'm playing him as my third receiver. So hopefully for both of our sakes, I'm I'm right. <laughs> and then we got one final one here. It's it's non PPR league, but again, it's a flex per position here. He's got uh, Chris Carson, Cooper Cup, Emmanuel Sanders, or the rookie Michael Gallup. Well, I, I know I, I know what Dominique's going to say. He he told his answer earlier in the in the program, but I'll, I'll let him go ahead. What do you and answer. What do you think then? Yeah, Cooper Cup. Yeah, go with him. He's I'm projecting project him to have a big week. All right, so Cooper Cup. I'll agree with Cooper Cup. Who are you taking? Well, this is going to be the unanimous. Yeah, I, I like yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, Cooper, I think so. Well, with those options, I like yeah. Cooper. So again, you've, you, if you're having any issues, we'll we'll put our brain trust to decide and help you out. And uh, 
throw that around for any of those sit and start questions. Again, at Draft That Guy on Twitter, you can find us on there. Ask those questions. Interact with us too. Give us a follow. We we interact with you, especially this Sunday, uh, with lots of things going on with Week One. We'll be tweeting a lot of things out. So again, check that out. Want to pose this before we wrap it up for our question of the week? Something we'll ask as we'll we'll answer this in next week's episode. So another way you can interact with us again at Draft That Guy. The question of the week this week is, who is your best ever waiver wire pickup? Because <laughs> we all have one. We, we, we all can't claim to be draft experts. I mean, there was at least one waiver wire pickup we all liked. I laughed because I, I won my, I, I think, yeah. if, you, if you remember from an earlier episode, I, I won a league from a waiver wire pickup years ago. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week. But I chuckled because I instantly knew who mine was. Okay. I didn't have to think about it. Dominique, you know who yours is? Uh, um, I mean, one year I picked up Mike Vick, and he did pretty good after yeah. when, when he when he came back. Uh, so other than that, I might have to look and see yeah. who's kind of got me the most points from that. Exactly, got to look at the rosters uh, that have been on on the books there and see who we've got. So again, we'll we'll answer that question next week. We'll have a whole lot of fun. We, hey, week one is here. We'll talk to you again next week. Again, follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. It's the Fantasy Football Zone. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.